Blog Talk Radio. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. want to say happy Wednesday to you guys out there. It is officially hump day. Uh, that means you're halfway through the week. So I hope that this week has been treating you kind and um, just been uh, bringing you all kind of greatness. Uh, if you didn't know, the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by Vibration Radio. Um, that means you're brought, listening to a broadcast that's being um, broadcast globally. Uh, so big shouts out to Vibration Radio for always supporting us and holding us down. And uh, tonight uh, we are uh, sponsored by the shop in West Bank. So if you're in Louisiana, make sure you go by the shop in West Bank um, for the most fantastic wings and daiquiris that you can imagine. So stop on by at a six. 6909 West Bank Expressway in Marrero, Louisiana. I'm going to tell them B-Fly sent you over. Um, and so for the folks out here, if you didn't know, uh, tonight we have a special guest uh, joining us this evening. And I'm talking about no other than singer, songwriter, and producer Elijah Bland, you guys. He's going to be joining us. I'm excited. I know we've had boogoos of people who are excited about hearing him uh, tonight as well as his music and all of those great things and so uh, we are looking forward to it um, as always I encourage you guys to make sure you share the show Facebook Twitter Instagram all those places uh, let everybody know that Elijah Bland is over here on the beautiful butterfly show and also, um, at any time during the broadcast, you may have a question or a comment for him. Feel free to call in. Uh, the number is 347-326-9139 is the number. And all you have to do is press 1 to join the conversation, and I'll definitely bring you in. And, of course, for just my listeners, um, I know some people are getting off of work, and so you're listening. You may got the Bluetooth in or whatnot. But if you happen to have a question, feel free to hit me up on Facebook at Bianca Fly. I'll be happy to ask your questions live here on the air this evening and so we're not going to delay any longer folks we're going to bring uh, the gentleman um, of the hour on here uh, let's bring him on Elijah you there I am how you doing sister I'm doing fantastic how are you I'm great thanks for having me absolutely absolutely my pleasure thank you for joining me this evening definitely appreciate it absolutely pleasure's all mine 
Absolutely. And so, Elijah, for the folks out here, uh, this may be their first time being introduced to you, hearing you. Um, tell us a little bit about who is Elijah Bland. Well, uh, I am a, I'm a lot. <laughs> I do. I, I do. I, <laughs> let's start there. But no, I, I, uh, I'm a, a man of many. I'll simply put a singer, songwriter, producer, mm-hmm. musician, actor, entrepreneur. Um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a creative professional, and uh, I love what I do, and I do whatever it takes. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, of course, uh, for you, I know that um, music um, kind of came to you at a very young age. You were actually um, self-taught. Uh, and yes. started playing the piano at an early age um, of five. What was it? What was it about music, the sound of music, instruments um, that interested you so much? Well, yes, I, I mean, it was very young. It, it's uh, The story really started um, in the basement of the home that my family moved into when I was six months old. So I grew up oh, wow. in, a, in a house in, in Hackensack, New Jersey. It's my hometown. I was born and raised there. Okay. Um, and there, my, we lived in an apartment when I was born. My parents moved, uh, bought a house and we moved into this house when I was six months old. So that's really all mm-hmm. I ever knew. Uh, right. And the, I guess the family that was there before us, they had a piano in the basement. And they left it there. Too much okay. to move. They didn't want to take it with them. It was kind of old. So they right. just left it. Nobody in my family played. Uh, but I was intrigued as a young child. And uh, around maybe like four or five, I started kind of clunking around with, you know, what is this thing and playing around with it. And around five was mm-hmm. when I really started trying to play songs and my parents were big music lovers. I was always listening to their, you know, records and eight tracks and, right. you know, anything from, from, you know, Motown to Bob Marley to, you know, comedy albums and all kinds of stuff. So it was, it was always mm-hmm. something on and I would try to play what I heard. So, uh, I remember the first song I tried to play was Lean On Me, and uh, it was something I was kind of preparing for, like, whatever the next family function was. It might have been a holiday <laughs> or something. I was, right. like, really practicing to try to show my family I look, I could really play this. And my parents would, like, come down in the basement. What are you doing? I'm like, You're not re- it's not ready yet. Like, you know, <laughs> not ready for you to hear it yet. So I'm trying to, you know, I was five, and I'm trying to, like, prepare my little masterpiece. So it turned out well, and I just, and different instruments in school. I played uh, trombone and different brass instruments in the like school band, and uh, you know, just kept kept growing with that. It, it mm-hmm. kind of stopped in high school. Um, I was really more into school and, and sports at the time, and then right. uh, went ended up going to college to uh, play college basketball and was a student athlete mm-hmm. there. But that's where music kind of came back full force. Uh, in, in college, I was I had a teammate who was writing and doing some production, and mm-hmm. I would help him with some things. And it was funny because we we played the same position. He I played behind him. He was a senior, I was a freshman, and he would kick my butt in practice every day. And we'd go back <laughs> to the dorm room and make music together. So it was it was kind of <laughs> cool. I learned a lot from him. Um, but yeah, you know that's kind of where I started getting my my feet wet with. Uh, production and songwriting and 
you know, kind of just grew from there to, to where we are now. Absolutely, absolutely. And even thinking um, back then <clears throat> uh, for you, who are some of uh, your favorite, who are some of your favorite music artists that you really, you know, were in tune with um, when this first began for you? Man, that's, that's a, always a loaded question, and I never <laughs> become more prepared to answer it. But I, I'd say, I mean, I, really, I mean, I've been asked that question so many times, it's never easier because there's so many influences. Right. But, um, right. Or I should say inspiration because it, everything I've ever heard somehow uh, connected with me as far as, right. you know, music. So, I mean, I mentioned the Motown era. That was definitely a big influence. Mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye, a huge Marvin Gaye fan. Um, the my favorite band of all time is Earth, Wind, and Fire. And as far as musical arrangements and and uh, kind of like a big stage production, I really connected with that. Uh, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles, um, you know, even then over to different different genres, you know, Steely Dan and uh, Paul and Oates and people like that. My mother's a huge Bob Marley fan, so you know, I was connected <laughs> with that. My family is from right. the Caribbean, so I got the calypso in there, and there's all, I mean, there's everything. Nice. There's a lot of jazz. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. What do you think um, is is one of the things or um, that connects people in general uh, when it comes to music, because you know we can sit around with people all day. We can argue when it comes to politics. Uh, you know how how the government's being ran, things that are going on in our right. communities. But what do you believe it is about music in itself that has a way of just connecting so many of us? That's a great question, and I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. And especially right. in times, you bring up a great point with all these things that are dividing people and you right. know, politics and community affairs and racial issues. Music is, you know, as people often say, the universal language. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a beautiful thing that it's able to connect people. I think it's, there, there's a, I have a, a I've had this, this thing on up, up on the wall uh, in everywhere I've lived in the past probably 15 years. And it says music is what feelings sound like. Mm. And that, that to me really kind of sums up what people can't explain when there's something that, right. you know, words right. fail, music speaks. And you, you don't have to speak the language necessarily. You can, I mean, even something like instrumental music that you completely connect, you can completely follow a message, get a feeling. And if you feel something, no matter what it is, whether it's a spoken word or a, or, or a played instrument, if you feel something, I believe that's something that can heal people. And it's, it's something that I don't think there's anything else in the world or in all of our existence that does that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because it's always been one of those things. Um, I remember <clears throat> growing up, um, even at a, at a young age, I saw the power that music held because I remember um, back in the day seeing early concerts of Michael Jackson and to mm. see people just be up in arms, be so emotional. They're crying. They're, they're full of joy. I mean, some folks was passing out, you know, they were ca- carrying mm-hmm. people out on stretchers. I don't know if folks yep. remember that, but they used to capture Before like, he people even moved. Right. Yes. like as soon as the beat drop, it's like, huh, you know, yep. <laughs> 
people are falling down and they're being carried on stretcher Z, you know, the power that music in itself um, held when it came to individuals. And I think that um, we, we've kind of gotten away from that and we don't realize just how powerful music is and how much it is a common denominator you know, against people, you know, because, you know, when we go to concerts, we have people who have all type of views and all type of feelings and beliefs, uh, but everybody is in that one space uh, because of that music, because of that artist and what they bring. Yes. Um, and so a lot, I think a lot of people um, don't always recognize that. And so for you, when you decided, okay, I want I want to get out here, um, get my music out here, write music, produce all of these things. What were some of the things you told yourself on how you wanted uh, to leave your imprint on individuals once you came out here and, and shared your music? Uh, well, that, that's a great question. I, I think it's it's really a journey of of finding truth right. in, in everything that I expressed. So I, originally I felt like I did not want to, I, well, I, I was convinced and, and adamant about not wanting to be a solo artist, not wanting to be mm-hmm. even in the front of everything. I wanted to be behind the scenes, songwriting, <laughs> production. That was my thing. And, right. you know, I never even thought about being an artist in that way. And mm-hmm. uh, I was working with, a, a small record label and, and doing some production and writing for their artists. And one of the engineers we worked with, he pulled me aside one day and said, well, I think you should try to record your own stuff. Uh, have you ever thought about it? I said, nah, man, I don't want to do that. And he, he said, well, some of the references you're doing really sound better than the artists that are recording them. And I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it to slight anybody, but he, I, I said, well, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really, you know, I've written some stuff. I don't really know. And he said, look, come in, record a couple of songs. We'll see how it goes. Right. Was, at the time, I was in college. I'm like, I'm playing ball. I'm in college. I'm broke. I don't really have any money for studio time. Like, they said, don't worry about it. I'm going to charge you for the time. Go ahead and do it. Wow. So we went and recorded a couple of songs, and um, that kind of sparked that, you know, little fire about, well, hmm, maybe this is something I should explore. And it, I enjoyed it. People responded well to it. They heard it, and I kept going, and at that time, it was just about doing what was in me, and I, I felt like I had something to say. I didn't necessarily know what I was doing, for lack of a better term, but I was just doing what was what felt right to me. Um, right. And as that grew, I felt I feel like I went in the direction, and it was, it's something that I always caution anybody who's trying to get into any kind of arts, or, or especially with music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds cliche, but to really be authentic, because if you start trying Absolutely. to chase a certain sound or a certain, right. I should sound like this, or I should sound like this person or whatever, there's only one you. Right. And that is what people want to hear. And I, I right. feel like I, it took me some time to really truly learn that. And so yeah. I think it's still a, a process of learning and finding your sound. And I'm always finding my sound. I'm always growing. I, I want to always yeah. be growing. The moment I stop growing, I'm not, I don't think I should be doing this. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad you said that because oftentimes it's it's one of those things I think a lot of um, artists don't realize coming up about being authentic because, of course, you're going to have people who inspire you. 
um, and, and people who, who encourage you and motivate you. But oftentimes, and, and we've seen it, we've seen people come out. And I know for me, even myself, um, you know, I, I would hear people on the radio and I'm like, oh, that's such and such. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not them. You know, that's somebody else, you know. And so, <laughs> right. But it's because they sound so much like them. And I'm like, seriously, I'm like in these debates, you know, with people in the car, like, no, this is such and such. And they're like, no, you know. It's because it's because people, you know, uh, pick up and adapt to other people's sound. Because, you know, especially if you see an artist and they're out here and they're getting – um, the exposure in which you want to. And so a lot of times people will adopt their sound. And we've even seen people adopt other artists' style. You know, it might be the way they dress mm-hmm. or hair, all these different things. And I'm going to tell you, nowadays, there's so many people that look alike. So I don't know. I can't tell some of them apart. You know, I'm just like, okay, you know. <laughs> I'm not going to yes, tell you names, yes, but yes. I'm just saying, you know, it's just like. <laughs> And it's so many people. And so a lot of times people don't realize the importance of being, you know, just who you are. And so for you, getting into this and and being able to um, have the opportunity um, to share the stage with with different celebrities and so forth, what what is one of the things that you told yourself about the rise of uh, or because a lot of times people don't always prepare themselves of what could come you know once you get into this industry as far as getting out here getting that quick exposure or just being amongst celebrities what is one thing you told yourself um before you really got out here into the industry about you know just staying true to who elijah is uh, well, the the number one thing to to uh, stay humble, which is yeah. a word that's tossed around a lot, but right, <laughs> I think I th- it, it is. I mean, it really is. You know, sit down, and be yeah. humble. It's true. Like it, there's either you humble yourself or God will humble you for yourself. Mm, so I think I, I've experienced both. You know, and and. I've experienced being, and this is not even even beyond music, in life in general, having to be put in a position where I needed to, I was forced to look at myself in the mirror and know that at any given time, what I think mm-hmm. I'm taking for granted or whatever it is, I can be taken from you. Right. And I I can't ever take credit for anything as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. So. Right. I think when I when I started to really focus on where this is really coming from, I know that I can't I can only just be a vessel and that that is the thing for me that I try to keep my mind and heart and soul on every single day. Right. Now it's not always that's not always executed because sometimes <laughs> you get caught up and your ego gets in the way. It's like oh yeah I can right. I can make this happen and you're gonna try to force something that's and God's like, no, that's not supposed to happen right now. <laughs> right. And there's good reason right. for that. I may not see it, though. So I'm trying to force it and, you know, being proud about it. And either I check myself or I get mm-hmm. checked. And sometimes yeah. we all get, you know, put in our place. And yeah, so absolutely. I think even even the, the biggest names in, in music, entertainment, everybody, they go through these struggles and, you see people that get so, you know, full of themselves and 
they, they're the ones that get into the most trouble. They're the ones that get mm-hmm. into stuff that, you know, well, you know, stuff is coming your way. Right. I think, you know, it, it's, it's very important for me to remember that what's really important. And Absolutely. if I can continue to do something, uh, you know, there's four words that I try to live by in everything I do. Uh, they're passion, purpose, faith, and love. And if mm-hmm. every, if I'm doing something and all four of those things are in it, I feel like I can sleep at night. I can look at myself in the mirror and be okay with whatever happens from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad that you said that, you know, about being humble, because oftentimes if we look back um, and even at some, some, old Motown artists or, or groups back in the day, I would have these conversations with my, my mom or my aunt, you know, like, well, where, where, where are they now? This was before these shows actually <laughs> came mm-hmm, on. Right. And so we learned that a lot of these artists were like at the top, you know, at their highest peak. Um, but because like you said, you know, egos got involved, maybe money and, and all these different avenues, people resulted to, um, a lot of our, um, you know, legends resulted to drugs, you know, because just trying to keep that momentum going and trying to satisfy everyone and trying to, um, you know, even compete with their sales you know, at, at a greater right. level. And so we've seen so many um, legends, you know, fall because of that pressure and because of not being able to, you know, maintain that humbleness um, in, in those moments where, where things kind of get out of shape or whatnot. Um, but uh, for you, getting into this, uh, I, I know you're also a songwriter and producer, entrepreneur, all these things. And so what was that moment like? What was that moment like for you when you released that first song? Were you hesitant? Like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how people, are gonna... <laughs> how people are going to feel all about this. <laughs> Yes, all of it. Um, I, I really, I, I say, you know, and I'm in hindsight, I'm really thankful for how naive I was at the yeah. time and how yeah. young and, and fearless I was at the time because it, <laughs> it helped to do. Yeah, I mean, I have no business doing what I did. Like, it's just, there's certain things that if I think we learn inhibition, we learn, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I've, the, the most life-changing thing ever was becoming a father, which you know, right. my son just turned 18, 18 months old the other day. And watching him reminds me of how we are not born with judgment of ourselves. We're not, mm-hmm. we don't, yes. we, just, we just do what we feel. And he does what comes naturally to him. What he exposed to, of course, influences that, but he is just living his life. And yeah. there's no, fear of, you know, he doesn't, he went, a, a child learning to walk, for example, you fall, you get up. Yeah. I've seen my son fall and get up hundreds and hundreds of times. He's <laughs> never once said, you know what, maybe this walking thing is not for me. No, he just gets up and goes again. Mm-hmm. And we, with anything that we're doing, I mean, the perseverance is really what, when you have that fearlessness, you know, you, you fail constantly, you fall over and over and over and over and over again. And eventually right. you get a little bit tired of falling. Mm-hmm. And as adults, and we've been through some stuff, and we've been taught that, you know, maybe the falls are have bigger consequences now in real life. 
and the consequences create fear. And now you're a little bit fearful of falling. So we're not going to go as confidently as we did before because I don't want to fall this time. Well, the only way you're going to get there is to go for it. So at that time, I really am, I know that I was pretty fearless and just said, well, let me do what it is. And I feel those, you know, that, that anxiety of, what are people going to think? I don't know anything about, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. music industry like that. I learned as much as I possibly could and right. really made it a point to learn what I didn't know. Um, but that was, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I think we always care a little bit about what people think and how it's received. And, you know, at the end of the day, we do it for the love. But if if people aren't feeling it and nobody's supporting it, impossible to sustain this, you know, so I'm incredibly grateful for the people out there who have supported me, who have believed in what I'm doing, who've enjoyed my music, who share it, play it, you know, I never take that for granted, you know, and there's a a very lonely feeling as an artist sometimes where you feel like, yeah, I I speak for every single artist out there, no matter how many Mm -hmm. people are listening, at some point they felt, does anybody even care anymore, like, what is it? Is right. it really worth it? What am I doing? Yeah. yeah. You know, but every now and then you're reminded that somebody did feel something, you know, somebody, it did touch somebody and somebody heard a song and it changed their life or whatever it is, or just made their day. And that, right. that's worth it. To me. Absolutely. And, and I wanted to ask you your thoughts on the, the music industry now and, and where we're headed musically uh because sometimes i I ponder this question (laughs) in my head uh, of thinking hmm by the time my daughter gets my age (laughs) you know who will be uh, some artists that (laughs) you know of of some substance i I guess who she was like okay man I, i really love listening to this person do you think that we have gotten away from putting passion and 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 messages in music versus just putting out things to get a banger off of or, or to to rise to the charts. So, uh, are people doing things in, in a creative way, or are we just doing it straight for you know the the popularity and monetary gain nowadays? It's twofold. One, I think, yes, people are doing a lot more of the, mm-hmm. you know, chasing the chasing the material things, chasing right. the money, the fame, doing it for, you know, to be popular, whatever's gimmicky at the time. But I don't think substance is lost. I, I, I do mm-hmm. believe that people are still making good quality, real, honest music. That's right. But there is a lot more stuff in the way now. So before you had to be really, really good. And that was it. You're either really good. If you're really good, somebody will invest in you, will develop you as an artist. They'll put money behind recording your music and they'll get into a record store. And the only way for somebody to get it is to buy the record. And that's it. And that's, completely gone now everybody right. and every, any anybody can make 
music and put it on iTunes and <laughs> right. Spotify Sound and all that stuff. And literally, yeah. you can. Yeah. Use right. all kinds of channels to get your music on that stuff. So now there's so right. much saturation where the noise is seeming more like the norm. And, mm. you know, when people say, like, R&B is dead, and that's not, I don't believe that. Right. People haven't gone. There's still, I mean, you know, there's artists that are still touring and making a living and feeding their families with real good, honest music and there's different brands of it. And whether you like it or not, there are people doing this, but it's not the same, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. part of what the challenge is for artists is to embrace where it's going. Yeah. But to your, to your point about, you know, we're looking at our children. Like, what are they going to be listening to? Who are they going to be looking to as right. there is no more, you know, there's, there isn't, it's not the industry we grew up with. So, right. but true. I think there are still messages. There are still people who can do that. We just, I think I, at the end of the day, I think it's about, if you like it, support it. If you don't right. ignore it. I right. don't really like Absolutely. to give too much energy to things that I don't, that don't serve me. And don't yeah. feed my soul or don't right. align with what I want my family to be about. And my wife and I are on the same page with that, which I'm thankful. We're both artists. We both happen mm-hmm. to have the, the, you know, a lot of the same uh, perspective when it comes to this subject. So mm-hmm. when it comes to our son, I think it's very important for him to be an individual and he's going to grow up with stuff and teach us about these new artists that we have no idea about that his friends are listening to at school, but he's also going to know, from his household, real music. He's going to know about Coltrane. He's going to know about, you know, the Jackson five and that's real to him too. You know, and I think that's just up to us to keep it going. Absolutely. And speaking of family, um, your, your awesome wife, who is she, is she, she is just, um, you know, I was telling someone today, she is absolutely one of the most uh, refreshing um, women. That I've come across um, in, in a long time uh, because of her energy um, and just her positiveness. And uh, you see the smile on your face, it makes you want to smile. And I, I know you get to see that up and close and personal, so it's, it's even better uh, for There's you. There's a smile also. on my face right now. What you're talking about? That's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, I agree 100%. And I wanted to ask you, for you, what is that like? Because oftentimes people also wonder about getting into this industry and balancing, you know, career and family. But you you guys definitely um, seem to do it very, very well. And so um, how have you you been able to maintain that balance uh, between career, being newlyweds, baby, all of those things? It's very intense. Uh, I'll say that we're we're both yeah. we're both uh, we're both very intense people, um, yeah. and I think you know that can have its challenges, like with any mm-hmm. marriage or relationship of any kind. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're both very passionate people, and I think what matters the most to to me and and really makes it work, in my opinion, is. The, the the entertainment side, the things that people see on the outside, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. never become more important than what's real between us. So yeah. Yeah. we can be entertainers, we can be singers, songwriters, actors, whatever we do, all the stuff we do a lot. 
But at the end of the day, our little unit in our little bubble, you know, that's that's what matters the most. And so my family is always going to come first. Uh, that's considered in everything we do. So it, it's really it's good because we, you know, of course people always ask like, you know, you guys doing stuff together? Are you this? Are you that? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we're we're still individuals, although right. we are a unit. We're you know a married couple and. But we're still individuals, and I don't have anything against you know this you know kindred the family soul. They're doing their thing, and they're right. shining examples of people that have really given their honest perspective to this industry, and you know, and they've right. been in the game a long time and doing this well, you know. And and my hat goes off to them. They're great people. I, you know, that's just, that's not us necessarily. I don't know what the future holds, but that's not us. And we have we each have our <laughs> own individual brands and. That's right. what it is, you know, and I'm I'm okay with that. We support one another to the fullest, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I I would I'm her biggest supporter, and I can say she's mine, and it's it's really great as far as that's absolutely, absolutely. And speaking of greatness, um, I know that you created um an awesome album um entitled soul centric um which made me it, it took me back to a place of, of that real feel good music you know and sometimes people talk about um missing those different aspects um but uh you, you know your album has a way of bringing that back to people and so on this album you have um, some very powerful songs, and, and each one has a way of delivering a message. Um, as a, a singer, songwriter, producer, has that always been your goal to make sure that you, you spread it some message in some way through your music? I, I, that's what, One thing that's very important to me in anything I do is uh, to communicate some form of truth and it it may not always be my personal experience or my personal um, perspective, but it's coming from an honest place and reflecting some sort of truth in the world. Mm -hmm. And I do want people to feel something. So, you know, there's, there are songs that are, you know, completely, you know, bedroom music. And that's 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 real too, you know. That's right. we're, we're all grown, and that's what that's for the, that's for those people. That's for the grown people. Right. That, you know, there's certain things that are for specifically for women, and you know, a, a song that's specifically in, for women and empowerment and self-esteem and things like that. You know, and, and different aspects of life, real life, um, just telling stories. And I, I think it's important for people to be able to connect with the stories. Um, I, I titled the album Soul Centric simply because, you know, in, in the sense of the word, say you have a word like Afrocentric and people think of, um, you know, something that is rooted in, you get the, you, you, you don't lose the essence of where it came from and where all of this came from is soul. And so mm-hmm. I don't ever want any style that's on that album. There's some, you know, there's a track that's straight jazz and, um, an amazing jazz trumpeter who's played with everybody under the sun named Vinny Cutro. He's on the album on that song. Yes. Uh, I, I yes. hardly sang on that song. And I said, that's, that's a part of 
<laughs> you know, the that soul centric sound that in, inspires right. me, that is really authentic to me. Uh, there's a straight hip hop track on there. There's you know, there's there's jazz, there's R and B, there's that, you know, neo soul so to speak sound. Right. And, um that's you know, that's where all of that is, is authentic to me. Absolutely. Absolutely, and uh, for you guys out there who are just joining us, we are on with Elijah Bland, you guys, and so we are discussing music, love, messages, all those great things, and if you have a question or comment, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, and um, if you're on the phone lines, you can go ahead and press 1 to ask your questions, and so we're going to go to our first caller here. Um, area code two eight one. Um, last digit six five eight eight. State your name and where you're calling from. My name is Reginald. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I've had oh, a lot of forty fives, brother Eliza. How are you doing? <laughs> That's that boy. I can I cannot mistake that voice anywhere in the world. I'm great, brother. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to, you know I had to call in and show you some love, man. You know I had to do that. I, I had appreciate to, you, brother. Appreciate it. But for I those who don't to. know, Reginald has has a, a fantastic uh radio show of his own and I've been fortunate to uh to be on that show and and um always grateful for, for people like you, of course, B Fly and Anybody else who has has given us time to share, you know, share the message. So much love to you, brother. I appreciate you. (laughs) Oh, no problem. And I just, like I said, I just wanted to call in and um, show some love. And, uh, man, you you know how I feel about you. I feel about your songwriting and your overall uh, artistry. Um, I I, want to thank you for your, your perseverance, your due diligence, respecting the artistry of music. We've had plenty of conversations about the industry, uh, being true and remaining true to who you are and to all the obstacles you have persevered and you've remained true to yourself, man. And I just want to let you know, and also with your lovely wife that you both have remained true to who you are, man. And I'm, I'm truly just humbled and overwhelmed that you've, uh, you, 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 you stood, you stood on it like a rock brother. And I, and I'm, I'm impressed. That means the world, man. I appreciate it. God bless. Awesome, you. awesome, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, he's gone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it's one of those great yeah. things. Um, to uh, hear people talk about, you know, just people being um, authentic and staying true to themselves. And it takes us back to, you know, our conversation early in the broadcast about uh, remaining humble um, in the things that we do. And so we're going to go to our next caller here, um, area code 510, um, last digits 9882. State your name and where you're calling from. Hey, this is Carrie. I'm calling from the Bay Area. How are you? Hey, welcome, Carrie. Hey, Carrie, how you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. So I am a huge fan of music just in general. So your topic is uh, very interesting. What is your favorite happy go-to song? So, like, when you feel happy inside or gleeful, what's the song or the soundtrack to your happiness? Mm. 
Wow. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my mind was September. Please by step it to the door. Oh, that's a good one. That that's okay. That, and when I think of feel good, happy, uh, makes me get some pep in my step for the day. That 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 might do it. <laughs> Definitely yeah. a good one. Okay, so what about a day that's not necessarily going your way? What would be your go-to song to be the soundtrack for that move? Mm, I'm gonna put you on to something you may not have heard. There's a song hmm. called "Healing Song." And Feeling song. I didn't even know the title when I first heard it. But it's by a jazz pianist named Greg Caruca. Okay. G R E G G K R. I'm sorry, K A R U K A S. Greg Carucas. I okay. heard this song on. I was in a terrible place in my life, and I was sitting in the car, just feeling like like there was a big hole in my chest. And this song came on the radio and literally did what it said. And wow. was a healing song oh, wow. And it, 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 there is no, there are no lyrics. It is completely instrumental. It, mm-hmm. it hit me hard. So that, that really, um, really touched me. Okay, that's a good one. And I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Robert's reading rooms and reviews. I'm sorry, I'm outside. I just left my office. Um, Robert's reading rooms and reviews. He is a YouTuber, and he reviews books. And every time he reviews a book, he assigns a song as like somewhat like a soundtrack to that book or the mood okay. that that book put him in. So, okay. like, I'm not sure if, like, you're into reading, but if you have a favorite book, what soundtrack is assigned to that? Because I'm trying to figure out, like, the type of person that you are, and normally you can figure out a lot about a person by the music that they go to. Mm. That's a great question. Um, <laughs> if I had to say a favorite book, um, I would say The Five Love Languages. Hmm. Let's go in. Are you familiar with that? No, not at all called the five love languages by gary chapman gary chapman yep. um, and it yep. and it, it it is specifically it's mainly for uh geared toward relationships and love mm-hmm. in that way but i think even in any of our personal relationships it basically breaks down how fi- how we all give and receive love in one or more of five basic love languages just as you would okay. in your native language speaking, we have a way mm-hmm. of receiving and giving love. So that has been a really impactful book for me as far as in love and my marriage, but also in personal relationships and with family, with friends, associates, anything like that, learning people and how they give and receive, you know, love or, or anything like that. Um, as far as a song that would parallel that, Mhm. Man, I've, I've never thought about that. Um, mm-hmm. I I would say, hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. I got to think about that for a minute. Okay. 
always want to Please keep listening because I'm going to answer that before the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, I promise you. I'm I'm going to answer that question before the end of the show. That's a great question. And please, please, yes. If I don't or something, remind me, reach out to me on Instagram or something and remind me that I I really want to. Yeah. Please. Okay. Will do. Thank you, sister. I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much for calling in, Of course. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. And of course, uh, what I want to do is I want to give the people um, an opportunity to listen to some of your music um, tonight as well. And so, uh, one of the ones I'm going to play um, tonight um, for the folks out here. Um, and, and and the thing about it is, you know, I, I would love to play the um, the whole album, uh, but we don't have enough time for that. But uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, I want to play uh, for the record uh, first for the people out here. And so uh, tell us a little bit about for the record. Uh, where, where did the inspiration for the record come about? That uh, for the record is my, it, it has been the most widely received, I think of, of, mm-hmm. of my songs. And it's, it, it, um, it's actually the only song, this is a random trivia thing, but the only song I've ever written starting with the very first word. Um, or words, I guess. And so mm-hmm. it, it it was really inspired by uh, committing uh, to, a, to a relationship and um, mainly speaking to the intimacy in that relationship, but really mm-hmm. committing to a point where... Um, I'm willing to say this out loud, say this publicly, that mm-hmm. this is what this is. I'm proud of this. Um, yeah. And I want what we share to reflect that. And that, that's that's where For the Record comes from. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, uh, you guys, we're going to give you the opportunity to listen to this awesome track, you guys. So here is For the Record by Elijah Bland, you guys. We'll be right back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Put the needles on the record, baby and let it go around slowly I know we're meant to be together, baby mm. And I would wait again if I had to Just patiently, but For the record, I've got to say, baby It's fitting in the groove so perfectly I don't mind if we repeat it Now flip it to the B side 
you know I love to be shy Oh, that's where it gets deep, baby You know I love it when it's deep, baby You know I said I'll never, 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 never leave you mm. And when I said it all, I meant it And now we're right where we need to be, yeah Oh, moments like these need to be documented So, oh, that's why All the records I've got to say, baby I just gotta say It's sitting in the room so perfectly Yeah, I had a lot of fun And uh, welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. Um, and that was for the record um, by the awesome Elijah Bland, you guys. And so, uh, man, uh, an incredible, incredible song. And so, Elijah, I have to be totally transparent right now. When I first heard this song, I, I was having me a cocktail. As soon as the beat dropped, I almost choked on my drink because it took me back to a Prince concert. Um, where, mm. you know, you would hear that guitar and you'd be like, oh, you know, it just took me back. You know, the ladies were like, oh, you know, and screaming. And so it took me back uh, to that time uh, of that real oh, good man. music. And so did you have any idea when you wrote this record that it would touch and, and resonate um, with people the way it does? 
Not at all. Um, yeah. that, I, first of all, thank you for and the, any time that Prince is mentioned in any conversation involving me, I, it's, I mean, incredibly humbling. And I, I, I yeah, <laughs> he's he's on a different stratosphere. So I, that that's yes. Just, wow. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I, I mean, I people have said that, and I, it's 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 definitely an honor to be you know compared to that at all. Um, yeah. But no, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really have any expectation. Uh, when I wrote that song or released it, um, it was actually one of a couple that I put out uh, mm-hmm. after having not really done anything for quite a while. Right. And it just was, uh, I, I experienced some things that really, you know, kind of shook me up um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. creatively in life. And yeah, that was the first time that I really felt like a burning to, to create again and, and put, you know, something on wax for lack of a better term. So, um, you know, that I'm proud of it. And I I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm really just thankful that people continue to, to play it and support it. And, you know, between, you know, things like music choice and lyrics XM and things like that. And people have played on those platforms and it's, it's been a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, one of our questions that we have from Facebook comes from Sandra from Ohio. She says, is it hard um, to select what music goes on an album after you have written so many songs? And I've I've often wondered the same question. How do you go about choosing uh, which song you want to put on the album, especially if you have so many uh, that you you like in particular? Uh, What is that process like for you? That's a, that, thank you for the question, Sandra. I, it, it's um, I think making an, an album is is part of the reason I haven't done so in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on one now, by the way. But uh, it, it's 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 kind of like it's an entire body of work. I don't think yeah. I think sometimes when people put out an album and it's just a bunch of songs. You can right. tell that really wasn't any cohesive thought, and right, uh, right. Although it is a collection of songs, there's some kind of common thread, or there should be. Otherwise, you end up just skipping tracks left and right, and you may like one or two songs on the album, which mm-hmm. realistically most people will. But when you think about a classic album, and um, you know, even with Soul Centric, I can I can say that you know, as I mentioned before, there's a, a common thread with that. Where I am now in my life, as opposed to where I was then, I feel like I'm a completely different person. So to bring that same thing to it would be would not be authentic for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I need to bring where I am now, and that takes a lot more out of me now than it would then, I think. So mm-hmm. part of the reason why it's taken quite a while. But, um, you know, you think about, like, the classic albums, like a thriller, yeah, yeah. Every song, every right. song, every song. You know, you can <laughs> listen start to finish, and you know there was like, I mean, I think like six, seven number ones on it, seven top ten, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. of not, I mean, it's only nine tracks on the album, but not by accident. You know, there, there was right. a lot of thought that went into that, and you know, I remember hearing about Michael Jackson studying at the time, and he sat down with Quincy Jones and said, I want to make this the greatest album of all time. Mm-hmm. And spoke it into existence and actually did and, and thought at the time, what was the best-selling album ever? And at that time, it was an album by the Bee Gees. And he listened to that album 
front was backwards over and over and over and over and over again. So he knew every little bit of how it was formulated, how it was put together, and didn't even really like, there's nothing that reflects that in Thriller, but just to get in the mindset of what it takes to make something like that. Uh, and I think that's something that a lot of, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about where music is now. People don't really right. study the greats anymore. Right. People are right. just putting out nonsense because it sounds like what's on the radio and there's mm-hmm. no substance mm-hmm. stuff. Anyway, that could Absolutely. be a whole other interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elissa from Atlanta, she wants to know, who are some artists um, that you would like to possibly collaborate with? Um, that Wow. Uh, Layla Hathaway. I oh, think she's awesome. She is, um, yeah. Her voice is one of the greatest instruments I've ever heard. Right. Um, and, and uh, yeah, definitely Layla, Layla Hathaway. Um, I there's so I mean there's so many people. It's just this is I would <laughs> I would love to do something with um. You know, it's actually who I like now is um. Her, the artist. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Really intriguing to me, and I think I love what Theory. she and Daniel Caesar have yeah. done together. Um, yeah. It, it's excellent stuff. Um. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could go on and on and on. There's all kinds of yeah. people. I can't even, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I so, many, so many peers and artists I know, and, like, it's just, we're, there's so many talented people out here. I'm, like, I'm one of so many people who I feel like everybody just needs to spend, like, a week and just expose themselves to new music. There's so much. Absolutely. Absolutely you know? agree. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Uh, Almost like you guys, you know, should have like a huge retreat <laughs> and, and everybody get together <laughs> seriously right. and just vibe off of each other. And I remember, I can't remember the artist, but I remember watching a documentary on an artist who talked about uh, them and a couple other artists literally just like lock themselves into this cabin or whatever uh, for um, a, a period of time and just vibed off of each other, just collaborated on some amazing music. Um, and these were people who didn't, you know, because of their schedules, of course, weren't, didn't get to interact with each other often. And so just to be able to have that time to just just gel and, and vibe off each other. It was some awesome music created from that. Um, and, and and I wanted to ask, uh, because I know some folks out here is also, um, is there um, a possibility of some collabos between you and your lovely wife? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I, I think that's more a question for her than it is for me, but I... I uh... <laughs> I, I would say that, like I said, I mean, I don't know what the future holds. I, I could, yeah. I think it would be crazy to think that it wouldn't happen. Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. I, I, awesome. I don't see why not. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And um, one of, one of your greats um, on this album um, that actually delivers um, a, a powerful message when it's in itself um, is "Wash the Mirror." Uh, I love yourself, and um, it initially created this campaign, basically a love yourself uh, campaign, and this kind of became like a, a woman's anthem. And so, what generated the the, the creation of of this particular track, "Watch the Mirror"? At the time, I was working on Soul Centric, um, 
I I remember seeing a lot of shift in the media and and popular mm-hmm. culture that was telling women this is what beauty is. This is I mean it's always been around, but it would just right, seem like right. a real surge of you know I'm a, I was around a lot of people and people that were coming to shows. I was seeing you know this is when it started to get a little more exposed as far as my music, um, and I just saw a lot of women in the shadows of what society said beauty was supposed to be. And as a, as a result of that, I would see that a lot of these women are seeing themselves in a way that God didn't intend for them to see themselves. You're looking in the mirror, but the mirror is kind of, you know, it's got some stuff on it. It's, and that stuff is in the way. So the title wash the mirror was um, actually borrowed from a quote uh, from my, my cousin, who was a, a brilliant clothing designer and years ago he had a uh his, a t-shirt for one of his promotional campaigns and on the shirt it said like, like well it actually I'm sorry it was a commercial he did and he said in there that life is a reflection if you don't like what you see wash the mirror and at the time I was maybe 10 years old but that that stuck with me and those words inspired the title of the song um, and the subtitle "Love Yourself" is really just, you know, encouraging people, and speci- specifically women, to do that, um, because I, I just believe that women are such a powerful force in this world. Um, we would never exist without you, and right. anybody who doesn't feel that way must not be human, because that's the <laughs> only way you're here. So, uh, you know, I've been asked and even criticized for like why, you know. The, the Dove campaign and they did this stuff already and why won't you do something for men and I said because I don't yeah. think men are attacked in the way that women are there's not right. there's no you know who's the male Kim Kardashian there isn't one there, right. you know what I mean that's, that's, right. that just doesn't exist Absolutely. so I don't think that's as important to me you know Absolutely. to me at, at the time that's what I wanted to say and that's that yeah. And I totally agree. I think that more than ever, or maybe more than I maybe have, have been aware of or, or exposed to over the years <clears throat> lately, um, women um are 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 suffering um when it comes to being happy with whom they are being, uh, you know, with their authentic selves, because we are being exposed to people who are saying, well, you know, you know, you, you must be this certain size or, you know, this skin tone or, or have these long hairs and, and all these extra stuff, you know, big booties and breasts and all these avenues. And so, and it's made so many from, from younger women to even older women, you know, really, you know, look at themselves and, and want to make all these changes instead of just being simply happy with whom they are, you know, and, and it's put a lot of, I think, insecurities um, is the word yeah. inside of women. Um, and so and now it's taking a lot of work to reconstruct um, and for women to see, you know, their, their true, true beauty uh, within themselves. And so I'm, I'm glad that you created this song and I definitely want to uh, play it as well for the folks out here. Um, so you guys, we are going to play um, this awesome song uh, for you folks out here. It's entitled "Wash the Mirror, Love Yourself," and this is by the wonderful and the awesome Elijah Bland. You guys. Mm-hmm. 
look at yourself in the mirror, say I love you. Look at yourself in the mirror, say I love you. More than what anyone else can say. You gotta love you each and every day, don't play the game. You can start a new life in paradise. You decide everything is gonna be alright. Just a little insecurity, more natural than purity. Give yourself a compliment, more confident you should be. All in your mind. You gotta change to be holders. I gotta love yourself, love, love yourself. Gotta love yourself. Maybe then you can see it if you love yourself, love, love yourself. Ready yet? Watch the mirror, you'll see what I see. Gotta love yourself. Watch the Watch you, you see what I see in you. 
And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. And that was Watch the Mirror, Love Yourself by the awesome um, Elijah Bland, you guys, from that album, Soul Century, uh, you guys. And so, of course, I know that uh, 2018 is, is definitely flying by. Um, and so for you, uh, Elijah, I know you got some uh, great things um, coming up. You're actually going to be headlining um, a concert in Berlin. Is that correct? Yes, yes, I'm excited about that. October 20th, I'm going to be uh, making my debut in in Europe, um, first time performing in Europe, and uh, that's going to be in Berlin. It's presented by Jazz Soul Radio. I'm excited. Um, Yeah, it's it's a really great opportunity, and uh, I'm excited to, you know, bring my music overseas. Absolutely wonderful. Well, bring myself overseas. My music's been there. I have not, so I'm bringing myself there. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. And so uh, as far as future projects, um, I know that you said um, that you got, uh, you were working on an album. And so um, are we anticipating a release this year or or should we just be on the lookout for it? I'll say coming soon and I'll keep it at that. Okay. (laughs) That that's a good way of saying it because you know if you say like oh I'm gonna have one out in October everybody's gonna hit you up like hey it's October right right (laughs) right I'll I'll be yeah I mean this is I'm an independent artist I don't have a major label budget I don't have major label resources so we're doing what we can do and and we're gonna make it happen that's that's (laughs) but uh, yeah I'm excited to be. the song you just heard, Watch the Mirror, is actually the theme song for a web series that I'm going to be in entitled Curvy Girls Rock. Yeah. And um, I, I'm fortunate I'm, I'm playing a role in, in in that show, a lead role as a, a music producer and, and manager um, who has a kind of mess of a love life. And uh, But Curvy Girls Rock is really based on the women. It's, it's kind of like, think like a sex in the city, girlfriends type of thing, but all of the leading ladies are plus size women. Yeah. So it's really to show, you know, that in Hollywood the the, the leading lady doesn't have to be the same every time and doesn't have to be That's the same right. body type, the same look. Um and to see real people in you know, in real situations is not just always the comic the relief or whatever it is. Um so it's a it's a really awesome project. It's it's coming very, very soon, uh in twenty eighteen. So that will be out this year, and uh, we wrapped that about a month and a half ago. Uh, So that should be coming very soon. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, I definitely, um, definitely want to take the time to thank you um, so much for coming on here and allowing us, um, as well as myself, to to pick into your life and and all of the great things that um, are going on with you. And I just want to thank you. Thank you for putting out um, authentic and and real good music um, that provides great substance um, to us. And, And I mentioned uh, to someone earlier about, you know, we don't always understand how our gifts um, allow us to leave legacies behind. And so uh, you are able to leave a legacy behind so that people 
10, 15, 20 years from now will be able to pick up and listen to a, a song by Elijah Bland and feel inspired and feel encouraged and loved and, and, and all those great things. And so I'm glad that you have um, put out uh, great music. I'm looking forward to uh, more great things from you um, as well. I certainly appreciate it. And and thank you for your warmth and kindness and, and generosity of this platform for loving me and my family and, and the support. Uh, I, I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate, you know, there's, there's not enough Bianca flies in the world. To, uh, <laughs> to really, really. I mean, just to, to, you know, we, we are, we are all out here grinding and, and, uh, you know, anytime you get to share what you love and, and, you know, share what you do with the world, with any kind of audience, it's certainly appreciated. Uh, I did not forget about Carrie's question from the Bay. And my song, before we go, my song is Man in the Mirror. Uh, Because that that book, The Five Languages, really makes you look at yourself and how you give and receive love. And Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson is, is my song for that. I love it. I love it. And so, Elijah, for the folks out here, tell them where they can go to purchase as well as um, keep up with you, shows, tours, um, all the great things involving yourself. Certainly. My my website, ElijahBland.com, E-L-I-J-A-H-B-L-A-N-D. I'm also on social media. Please follow comment. You know, I'm, you know, I engage with, with people. I love that. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Elijah Bland, and uh, on Facebook is Mr. Elijah Bland, Mr. Elijah Bland. So uh, please follow me. You know, I'll follow you back, comment, like things, and uh, stay connected. You can join my mailing list on my website. Everything I'm doing is on there, uh, and I hope to, you know, see all of you at a, at a show sometime soon. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And once again, thank you so much and definitely extend my love um, out to your lovely wife um, as well. And uh, I just appreciate uh, the both of you and definitely appreciate you for coming on and and spending some time uh, with me. Uh, this evening and I definitely would love to have you back again soon so soon as that that next album drop or a new single definitely connect with me I, I would definitely love to have you back appreciate it absolutely you have I a appreciate you're welcome you have a great rest of your evening I'll be talking with you soon thanks all right God bless. Welcome. bye-bye all right, you guys, that was the awesome Elijah Bland. Uh, make sure you guys go and support him. Head on over to ElijahBland.com. That's E-L-I-J-A-H, Bland, B-L-A-N-D.com. You can keep up uh, with shows, music, uh, where he's going to be, if he's going to be in your area. You can also uh, buy his CDs there, um, all of those great things um, he has on um, his website. Um, he even has some amazing t-shirts which I'm going to have to get me one he has one entitled passion purpose faith and love and if you guys tuned in earlier he talked about how those are his key components um, in anything that he is a part of so big shouts out to Elijah Bland thank you so much to all of the listeners and the callers and Facebook and Twitter Instagram folks I definitely appreciate you guys I love you for what you do and uh, we didn't forget about 
uh, one of Elijah's, uh, another incredible song entitled The One. And I think you guys are really going to love this one because I definitely do. And so that's how we're going to go out this evening by playing The One by the one and the awesome Elijah Bland. You guys, I am Bianca Fly. I'll see you guys next week right here on the beautiful Butterfly Show. Have a good one.
Alpha Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for 